do things that promote health. I think that this hasn't been mentioned as much, but common sense things like make sure you're getting enough sleep. Um, try to reduce any of the stress and anxiety in life, but also with all of the concerns and things going around with COVID-19. So just do things to promote health. Eat healthy, stay hydrated. I think that's a that's a big one because it's easy to be running all, all around and not take care of yourself from a nutrition and hydration standpoint. So just stay hydrated. And for exercise, I think this is a good time. You know, there's a lot of things that are being on hold, but for exercise, you don't need to do any new or excessively strenuous exercise because that it, that will lower your immune system and it'll allow you to you know just be more apt to get sick in general so if we can do things to take care of ourselves, i think that will help welcome to the hnl movement podcast where everything is geared to leveling up your performance in activities sports and life join me in my professional journey as i share my knowledge and experiences while also learning from professionals colleagues clients and you with one goal in mind how to optimize human performance. This is the right place to learn how a multidimensional approach will sustain the performance and lifestyle you desire. Hello everyone, I hope everyone is doing okay. And I'm releasing this episode a day early with all of the recent updates and rapidly changing situation with the coronavirus and COVID-19. And this is just sharing some of my my knowledge that I'm gathering from all of the news outlets and the CDC and even NATA, the National Athletic Trainers Association, and all of the news and website uh, channels out there. I'm not a doctor or anything, but as a healthcare professional and a certified athletic trainer, I think there's a lot of things going on that I feel like all of us can pitch in to help a little bit. And the most recent news, I think the unfortunate thing was that all of the sports um, collegiate sports college sports even high school sports locally unfortunately that a lot of these athletes their season got cut short unexpectedly but at the same time it's very necessary and it's understandable why we need to take these measures especially with the rapidly increasing exposure rates of the coronavirus um but you definitely feel for all the athletes and me being an athletic trainer, you definitely feel for all of them that put in all the hard work and unfortunately they can't compete and finish out their season, especially for the seniors and people that are ending their careers. So um, hopefully everyone is okay and they're understanding of why the reasons are and this is much bigger than sports. I, I also want to say that I'm very glad that all the major professional sports have made this decision so early, earlier in this week. And we've been seeing it all over ESPN and the news channels because it is a very difficult decision to make. But at the same time, it becomes very clear cut when the decision to suspend all of these sports is much bigger than sports and athletics itself. This is mainly for public health. We don't want this situation to get more out of control and we don't want the rapid spread of the coronavirus to be more problematic than what it already is going to be and i can honestly say as an athletic trainer it's something that we're always thinking about we're always thinking about prevention in our profession and prevention is oftentimes the best medicine so if we can take all of the preventative measures that we can to do our part in the community 
with those around us. Uh, hopefully that this gets under control sooner than later. And today I, I'm going to keep it short. I'm not a I'm not a doctor or expert on um, <clears throat> an expert on these diseases and pandemics, but I do want to share some information that I've been gathering from all of the reputable sources just for those of you who uh, want to learn a little bit more. So today is Sunday when I'm recording this and I'll release this tomorrow. But as of this weekend, there's about 154,000 cases of coronavirus globally and about 5,700 uh, 5, deaths as of this weekend, according to the World Health Organization. So this is constantly changing and it's really adjusting all the recommendations as the situation changes. Um, for all of us, you know, if we're not informed, I think that's when we start to get more anxious, we start to make rash decisions, and we start to do things that maybe aren't absolutely necessary. So that's the first thing I want to go over is just kind of be informed. Um, we want to reduce any stigma, xenophobia, or just plain misinformation about the disease. For a lot of us in the US, and I'm in Hawaii, especially in Hawaii, it's already here. There's been exposures a lot across the U.S., but even in Hawaii, I think today we just had our sixth official case. And the honest truth is that many more of us will get exposed to COVID-19. So it's already here. It's not like you have to go travel to someplace else. Um, we're already getting exposures in the community, which is why all of these precautionary measures are being taken. And a lot of these precautionary measures, especially in other countries, have shown to really slow the spread of COVID-19. So that it doesn't become such a rapid spread because that's a concern. If we can really slow the spread, um, the news stations have been giving a lot of good information, really flatten that curve of how many people are getting infected that will really help us to manage and contain the coronavirus. So a lot of these education and facts, just be informed. Um, we know that the risk increases with age. So it's not only your age, I think. For me, I'm in my 30s, but... You know, be aware if you come in close contact with anyone that's older, the older population or even elderly. And this could be in the home environment or in my case with patients and clients in the clinic. Um, you just want to be aware because just in case you've been exposed and you may not be showing symptomatic uh, symptoms yet, um, you just don't want to be someone that can carry it and potentially spread it to some of these older population or the elderly. Um, also, be very aware if you're around immunosuppressed individuals, those with heart conditions, lung diseases, diabetes, they're shown to um, be more at risk and more vulnerable to the coronavirus. So just kind of be aware, especially if you're around that population, um, try to make adjustments, try not to get too close and just take precautionary me measures. Um, for a lot of us, I think that especially in the community um, because of the coronavirus kind of we're more aware of that I think a lot of us are concerned with anybody that's that's showing uh, cold symptoms or are currently sick so the symptoms that they're educating us on to really look for is if you have a fever if you have a cough or shortness of breath those are of concerns. It's more of a concern if you've been in contact with someone who potentially has coronavirus or potentially um, is awaiting some of the test results to come back. So 
you want to be aware of the symptoms, kind of really monitor um, how you're feeling and take your temperature as necessary. And of course, if there's any concern, then contact your doctor immediately and we can try to see um, what the next the necessary steps are for you so that you can get healthy again. Um, I think one of the big concerns is that there's going to be a community exposure and transmission and it's not only coming from people that are traveling into the country or people that are traveling and returning to their home but it's in the community and that's what we're trying to prevent is we're not um, it's not only for those that are that have traveled to high-risk areas but it's anyone that can be exposed now in the communities and that's what we are trying to prevent also it's concerning um, that there is some kind of type of concern for community exposure, which is why all of the schools are closing to help to prevent the spread or rapid exposure to many people. And some of the recommendations that they're saying is uh, with the school closures, I know a lot of people are coming back home. Those away on um, on the mainland at college, they're returning home until further notice, which is good, um, but still practice the same measures when you're back at home. Also, they're saying avoid any gatherings. This has changed as as of this weekend. Avoid any gatherings of 50 people or more for they're saying about the next eight weeks. And it's because we really don't know how long it's going to take to control the risk of spread and exposures. But in general, try not to go into crowded places, high traffic places, and even 50. That's a lot of people. If you don't need to be around that many people at an event or anything, then it's probably best to avoid it or hopefully the event gets canceled. I know me personally, I had a workshop this weekend um, coming up, but that was canceled and that's a very good move on their part. Also, I was supposed to go to the mainland this week, but that got canceled as well, which is, you know, that's very good because we shouldn't be traveling if it's not necessity. It's not a necessity. Um, we never know. We can be carriers and it's possible to be tested negatively at first and as the virus progresses you can later test positively so that's something to be aware of just kind of monitor your health and we all need to be responsible with how we're taking care of ourselves and our hygiene practices but overall we don't know how long these precautionary closures are going to last um, but we just need to be prepared we need to be informed so that we can take care of ourselves and those around us uh, the next thing I kind of want to go over is some basic recommendations, mostly from the CDC. And these are things that we've been hearing for a couple weeks now. But I think it's it's more crucial now to make sure that everyone's kind of doing their part and trying to stay as clean as possible and try to disinfect areas. So some of the recommendations that you've probably heard of many times are just staying at home if you're sick. I know for... For me, especially um, with any clients or anything, yes, if they're sick, we're encouraging them to uh, take care, get some rest and stay at home. If you're sick, you don't want to be out and about. Um, the other thing is that everyone's talking about washing hands, washing hands very often, but also washing hands very thoroughly. A lot of us, even me in the clinic, I wash my hands all the time after every patient. I try to, or at least use some hand sanitizer, but wash your hands for 20 seconds and really scrub your hands and make sure that you're using all of the soap and water to try to get all of the germs off of your hands. If you don't have access to soap and water, then of course, use hand sanitizer. That's going to be the second best option. And just try to keep your hands as clean as possible. Even though your hands are clean, 
we're everyone's recommending not to touch your face so try to avoid touching your face because that's an easy way to spread the virus and spread other germs um, there's been a a big deal about social distancing on on tv and all social media outlets but really just try to avoid getting too close to other people um, six feet is kind of the recommended recommended distance that we should be away from people six feet or more so this this includes avoiding shaking hands you know hugging especially in hawaii but just try to keep distance so that it minimizes the risk of how we're spreading any germs a little bit more um, the we know that the coronavirus is spread through respiratory droplets so just try to be courteous if you are coughing or you sneeze try to cover your mouth and your nose and just avoid being too close to anyone we don't necessarily need to socially isolate ourselves and stay at home the whole time or quarantine ourselves if we're not if we're not sick but at the same time practice common sense and just keep distance away from anybody just to help to prevent to spread any germs also cleaning and disinfecting things frequently especially things that are high trafficked and highly touched items you know like doorknobs any handles your phone especially wallet keys um, the computer the keyboard uh, especially at work we're trying to disinfect things pretty frequently because just because you disinfected it in the morning it doesn't mean that someone hasn't touched it or transferred germs or the virus so try to disinfect things very frequently something that i learned recently from my girlfriend and i looked it up too which is very interesting because i did not know this before this weekend is that uh, 70 percent rubbing alcohol is actually known to be a better disinfectant than 90 percent alcohol or the stronger concentrations of alcohol and i basically looked it up i'm not like a I'm not like a epidemiologist or a microbiologist or anything, but basically what it says is that 70% alcohol is just the right concentration for disinfecting. It has a good amount of water content, which it takes longer or more time for the alcohol to evaporate. And that allows it to penetrate and disinfect the cell a little bit more effectively versus the stronger concentrations of rubbing alcohol. It it basically what they say is coagulates the proteins on contact which actually blocks the alcohol from penetrating inside the cell to disinfect it so something to keep in mind like just try to get maybe 70 percent rubbing alcohol if you're running out of your your wipes and your other cleaners and that will be a good disinfectant to wipe down everything that you're touching a lot for the most part we're all informed to just stay home um, if you don't need to be out and about then just try to stay home, relax at home, catch up on other things. And it's just good for public health. But we understand that the economy and businesses are taking a hit. But, you know, this is kind of bigger than any of the businesses. I mean, we've, we're hearing that Disneyland is closing. Um, of course, sports has suspended play. Other stores and all of these activities and gatherings, they're starting to cancel, especially here in Hawaii. So that's something that's good because just for the interim period if we can minimize the spread and the risk of exposures that's really going to help us in the long run um, with that being said because we don't know what types of stores or what types of things will happen in the next couple of weeks just plan to have enough essentials and anticipate you know in the circumstance that you can't leave the house or you can't go out or even if stores are closed and you can't get access to some of the essential supplies that you need 
Um, in Hawaii, especially, I think one of our concerns is that if they do close the docks, uh, we have minimized uh, the shipments that we can receive, or even if shipments are on hold for a little bit, that's a concern for us. So it's making sure that we have all of the essentials stocked up, just like any emergency preparedness plan. Um, again, plan for any of the canceled events and closures. And this also goes with planning for food, because if, for example, if your kids are out of school and, you know, they eat lunch every day at school, that's a little bit more planning that you have to have food available at home, even for yourself. If you're working from home and you usually get meals for lunch outside and we're not going out as much, just plan to have adequate amount of food ready and saved up so that in the case that it does happen where we have to stay at home a lot more that we have the supplies and food that we need. I think overall from what I'm understanding from all of the news stations and everything, we're playing a little catch up honestly to reduce the rapid spread because if it spreads too rapidly, that's the big concern. We don't want to get it to the point where it's so widely spread and so many people are infected that we're in a situation to decide how to ration resources, how hospitals have to decide how to triage. So we really want to just do our part to help prevent the rapid spread of the coronavirus. Um, it's all our responsibility to do what we can at work, at home, in public, and practice all of these preventative measures. The other thing that I want to say about this is because I'm in... I'm an athletic trainer, but also in the healthcare field and in the, you know, the holistic health field, do things that promote health. I think that this hasn't been mentioned as much, but common sense things like make sure you're getting enough sleep, um, try to reduce any of the stress and anxiety in life, but also with all of the concerns and things going around with COVID-19. So just do things to promote health, eat healthy stay hydrated i think that's a that's a big one because it's easy to be running all, all around and not take care of yourself from a nutrition and hydration standpoint so just stay hydrated and for exercise i think this is a good time you know there's a lot of things that are being on hold but for exercise you don't need to do any new or excessively strenuous exercise because that it, that will lower your immune system and it'll allow you to you know just be more apt to get sick in general so if we can do things to take care of ourselves, i think that will help help contribute to taking care of ourselves and also not being exposed or vulnerable as much to any types of sickness or viruses um i said already plan accordingly with food especially if your kids are at home and this is something that you know just Going to the grocery store and try to minimize how many trips you have to go out, that would probably be best. Um, overall, I know there's a lot of downtime right now, but you can still get outdoors and you can still have small groups, you know, like maybe your family, immediate family. Um, try not to go out in big crowds or high traffic areas and avoid close contact with a lot of people. But in general, I mean, I went out for a run this week and just... You know, there's no one outdoors really. So um, just try to avoid and keep distance, social distancing from people. But there are things that we can do to just keep ourselves healthy and try to prevent any risk of spreading any illnesses. Overall, I don't want to go into too much because there's a lot on all of the news channels and 
websites and everything that's doing a great job i think now to keep more people informed i do recommend for all of you guys that do have either parents or grandparents or elderly people that may not have access to information as widely to try to share some of the things with them and also do your part whenever you're going to come in contact with them try not to only wash your hands like for me i make it a point now that after i'm working all day at the clinic the first thing i do when i come home is just take a shower take a shower kind of minimize any germs or virus spread um, and just take a shower wash your hands and just try to be clean so that we don't bring any other germs into the home so try to do that if you're around family members in your house that are more at risk for um, being exposed and infected with COVID-19 I think the take-home message um, for now is just we all need to do our part to control the rapid spread and we're going to get through this together. You know, I think if everyone just does their part, um, respects others, helps others out, help other people out, that's really going to make a big difference. Um, For everyone, no matter where you are, I think there's no need to hoard or, you know, try to stock up for like six months or anything. I think just use your common sense and use your judgment because everyone needs essential supplies and stuff. So don't be... Don't be like, I can't believe there's some people online and on Amazon and eBay that were trying to uh, hoard and buy up all the hand sanitizers and wipes and they were price gouging everybody and selling it for ridiculous amounts. I mean, now's not the time to take advantage of other people. I mean, just do your part and help people out. Um, I definitely do not agree with anyone that's trying to do that kind of stuff right now because it's not the right time or place ever. But even right now, that's... That's really not good character and not something that you want in your community. So um, for everybody, just I encourage you guys to just remain calm and just be informed. You know, just try to get your information from reputable news stations, reputable websites, and just keep your ears and eyes open for any changes that should happen in the next week or so. Um, But yeah, just all do your part to help the community and keep yourself healthy. And last thing i want to say is we're gonna get through this no one really knows how long it's gonna be but hopefully um, we contain the spread sooner than later and things can kind of restore to some type of normalcy and the last thing i want to leave with is just be kind and support each other so that we can get through this covid19 um, concern and rapid spread and just control it overall but i hope this helps some of you guys and for everyone out there, just take care of yourself, be be cautious, uh, take preventative measures, and stay healthy. Maybe as things start to change, I might do another update. But overall, we'll get back to my regular episodes, some very good conversations coming up in the next few weeks. And I will see you guys next week. Aloha. Aloha.